to do it now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're tuning into the podcast, whatever platform may be on. My name is C.D. Linux. This is Wheezy. That's over there is uh, Douchebag Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> and you're listening to Fallen Out Radio. Tonight we're entering into our fourth podcast, and tonight we're talking about La Llorona. Marcus? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and Shadow People. And these are two urban legends we decided to put together because I think they they could somewhat tie in together. Somehow. They're both like spiritual, I guess. Right? Yeah, I guess you could say that. So let's start it off with Marcus giving us a little rundown about... Just kidding. <coughs> what do you think, Wheezy? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. You guys can because I, I talk a lot. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to start off was actually you had a story when just a couple nights ago, mm-hmm. and you and I also had a story about this uh, about a few weeks ago, and that's kind of what sparked this this uh, segment segment in this. Yeah, you want me to start with my story? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so we have a brother who is severely haunted, <laughs> like him him himself is haunted, and he's always had attachments to him. And it it just seemed like that was that's all that's like how he's been like this whole life, well, ever since he's I don't know started dabbling in that stuff. Well, I think if you're welcoming welcoming of it, then yeah, it's probably gonna attach itself to you. And that's right. the thing that's the thing about him. He's always been welcoming of it. He's always been embracing it, embracing yeah, it. And go. the thing about it is he's always been attuned to it as well. Like he's always known there's something messing with him, and he he always want to mess with it back. And um, he lives above me in our in our uh, we live in like a duplex. He just had to move in right above <laughs> you. <laughs> and the thing was, the the place we live in should be it should be haunted because there's there's dark history that happened in this place. Mm. And nothing's ever happened to me here. But as soon as our brother moved in, in his apartment, which I used to live in, stuff started happening to him. It like skyrocketed. Yeah. And me and Alethea. We're sitting in our bedroom, which kind of faces the... It's in his walkway, in his entrance, right? So his stairs are right behind our window. And we're sitting there, and she was folding clothes or something. And we hear this woman crying outside. And I turn to Alethea, I'm like, Do you hear that? (laughs) And she... I don't know if she didn't hear me or something, but she's like, Did you hear that? And I'm like, What the hell? So... I go out there and to my window and I peek it open to see if there's anybody out there because we hear this woman crying like clearly and it seems like it's coming from his stairs and she hears it and I hear it and we both hear it for about a couple minutes after me looking out there and closing it we can still hear it coming from his stairs Mm -hmm. oh that's creepy and the thing about it was it was just two nights after we announced that we were going to be covering La La Rona Mm -hmm. Yeah, I started showing him all kinds of stuff, and right after that, just yeah, it got ugly. And it seems like we've been like on a there's a pattern going because we did we did a podcast about this man conspiracy about a man entering into people's dreams, and as soon as we started doing that podcast, looking into that, then he started appearing in people's dreams. We, then we started announcing uh, La Llorona, and a couple nights after that, then we had an experience, right, with a crying woman. Maybe something's following the podcast. That maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you're conjuring something. 
and that was. Yeah, I'm like blame, I'm blaming him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're doing this. Was this was right all your too. fault. This was um, started off a small idea. Now we got uh, two other people added into the podcast. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. growing. <laughs> Do you have a story about that? Like, have you heard anything? I haven't had any like personal experiences with Yorona or nothing, but uh, I heard the story or whatever, like uh, the origin story of La Yorona, mm-hmm. and it was just uh, there's this woman that falls in love with a man or whatever. He was like kind of royalty, mm-hmm. and uh, she was pretty much uh, poor, so they're like. Uh, messing around or whatever they end up having a few kids and uh he finds another woman that's younger and prettier and she's kind of royalty too so just kind of like abandons his family mm-hmm. and is messing around with this other chick well while that's going on his other girlfriend with his kids are like starving and they're super poor and nobody will help them and uh she ends up drowning her kids uh in the lake or river or whatever out of like uh, I don't know like mercy pretty Mm -hmm. much because they're like dying of dysentery anyway but like right after she drowns them she doesn't like realize what she did and uh, has like PTSD or something about it and then uh, the authorities because she drowned her kids or whatever like take her into custody and they ended up like publicly executing her and mm-hmm. the husband didn't, like, know anything until he, like, witnessed her execution and then realized that his kids were dead, too. Whoa. And, like, now she's looking everywhere for her kids. As but a, she's the one that killed him. As, a, like, a spirit now. Yeah, as a spirit. Like, like people hear her crying. Children are, like, replace them in a way? Or just trying to search for her kids? I don't know. She, I think she just, uh, she's always crying and searching for her kids. Mm-hmm. I don't think she targets like any specific person mm. I think it's just like anybody that hears her or whatever yeah, yeah like um, I found a bunch of different like when, when it comes to La Llorona, there's a bunch of different origin stories but they are all pretty much the same like there was one where you know yeah you're, you're right um, the guy came from like you know royalty and he married uh, a woman who was you know from the poor side and the family was like he didn't um, they didn't accept her Right. And he, he later on like fell in love with some other woman that you know came from a rich background, and he basically abandoned um, them, and just out of rage she kills her children, like trying to take the only thing that she could from him, right? You know, and then immediately regrets what she did, and then kills herself. There's like there's that story, and then there's another one where uh, he went off to like uh, he went off somewhere. I think it was like had to do with some war. And then uh, he, he uh, married a, ended up marrying a European woman who had, um, you know, royal background. And the same thing, like he came back and uh, basically framed her for murder. Oh, oh, interesting. So yeah, he, they ended up taking the kids. Like he had his um, his men take the kids out, like late at night, drowned them, and didn't even say anything. Ended up kicking her out like the next day, and then they just came after her like trying to blame her for the murder of these children and then drowned her in the same river that they tossed the kids in wow that's crazy so it's two stories that are somewhat along the same lines 
but it's no, just kind of it's just kind of swapped a little mm -hmm. bit. And then there, yeah, then I heard the one that he was talking about where she drowned her kids in her tub, and then she, there's one where she drowned her kids in the river. But it, it was always the same, the, always the same backstory when it came to that, like the um, like the the Mexican you know um, story, mm -hmm. or like that origin story. But um, there's also basically the same um, kind of spirit that people are, are seeing or hearing and it's just you know it you can't even find a background to those ones right because they're like worldwide yeah so it's like there's really no true origin story mm -hmm. well to the um the um the hispanic version of it mm -hmm. there is there is a backstory it's like a legit account right? so yeah, that it's actual and they're account. they're like one of the biggest ones that capitalize on that story mm -hmm. i mean it's 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 their they're like witch or something yeah but when um I looked into like you know um, like Native American culture and there's it's it, there's a lot on it. They 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 call it the the crying woman, and that one is creepy as hell. Like actually finding people like you know actually people actually tell me their stories of um, this encounter like encountering this spirit, and it is creepy. It is it is really creepy. Like even my um even my dad told me a story and my mom told me a, a story that um their their encounter with this spirit and it was just oh man that was like one of the creepiest stories they before told we me. get too far i just want to say that uh we missed aaron martin in this podcast <laughs> <laughs> right yeah he had to work early in the morning so he yeah. had to go to bed early too we went and saw him for a couple minutes and uh he looked really tired and <laughs> he looked beat man. and then he kicked us out right at 10 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> old bad stuff he was like yeah. the whole time he was watching us yeah <laughs> Looking for that opening. To, all right, you guys gotta go. Okay, <laughs> so right now we're doing uh, we're doing this. I'm gonna cut a montage of just Aaron in there oh playing God. some very soft music that we just missed Aaron in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did it to Marcus once. Everyone thought he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. What he died? And I'm like, my nephew's sitting right next to him. I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> Mark, Mark watched the podcast. He's like, you killed me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's all having fun in the freaking montage laughing and stuff and there's a soft music he's all slow motion <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome alright so as you were saying Marcus <laughs> um yeah like uh some people tell me uh they heard a woman crying outside their house late at night um even sometimes like a few nights in a row and every time you know that happens there'd be like a darkness over you know that person's home or that person and uh it would last sometimes days weeks months and sometimes um you know people would try to people would hear it and it would try to draw them outside and when mm -hmm. they go outside they disappear sometimes for weeks and when they find them they have no idea where they were and the last thing they remember is somebody um crying out to them outside their home I wonder if there's any more connection to it. I mean, as far as you seeing that spirit and something that was to happen in your family like later on. Mm -hmm. Because we were talking to my dad tonight and he was he spoke to one of um their good minister friends mm -hmm. and he told him a similar story and that guy said, um, you basically heard a spirit and they're connected to that house that he was around or something. And he said that it could be one of your family members. Like there's something like something's trying to prey on your family or something along those lines, right? Or even like where he was like around, like he said, like think you've like actually heard like dead people. Yeah. 
Yeah, hearing them, but that that had this something to do with something else. But it was almost pretty close. Um, but the uh, you want me to tell the story that Dad actually? Sure, let's hear. It. Yeah, that was the reason why um he told us this story again. It was a story he told me a long time ago when I was really little, and I kind of forgot about it for a long time. And uh, about two nights ago, I was sleeping, and I heard that you're not supposed to leave your window open at night. You know, when you go to sleep. Is that long lines with the uh, runner? With a kind of like a crying woman type story. Mm-hmm. I and break that rule every night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't sleep without the window open. Now, usually if I'm in town, you know, like, yeah, like I'd, I'd leave probably it open. creeping on you. Yeah. <laughs> but the. Um, You're out in the country now. Yeah, I was living. I was out in the country. You're in La Llorona country. <laughs> like literally out in the country. Um, nobody really knows where I am. So that's what made this whole thing that much creepier. I was like literally in a, you know, have you ever had sleep paralysis? No, I haven't. We just got in a debate about what the hell is it's like in the car. Sometimes it, it happens uh, when you're uh, really, really tired. Like if you're just dead beat tired and you're about to doze off and, you know, you try to wake yourself up and then you just can't move. Like you could barely twitch almost. You're aware of everything around you. You know what's on the TV. You can see everything in the room. All of that. You hear everything. I did a dab you once. Can't move. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Never smoked again. Ruined it for me. But you know, <laughs> that's, that's one of the things. That's, that was like one of our theories. Like, what if, what if um, doing things like that that alter your way of thinking opens you up to like a spiritual realm or something? No, I was fucking baked. <laughs> I just couldn't move. No, you were having the experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're in the spirit realm. <laughs> you were in the spirit world. <laughs> spirit world for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, like I was saying, um, that's kind of where I was because I was just, I was tired, you know, from work. I worked late and I was just kind of beat and I dozed off for a minute, but I couldn't move. You know, like I, I was aware I was awake and I could barely move my head. And then, <laughs> the way you did it earlier yeah. was just hilarious. And if you're ever in that state, it it sucks. Man. He's trying to fight his, his yeah, like trying to wake yourself up, and you know you're you're like half asleep, but you can't move your body. It is like one of the creepiest feelings in the world. And I was in that 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 moment when I started hearing crying, and I started hearing somebody saying Mark when you're paralyzed. Yeah, and I kept hearing Mark, and that with within that crying. And then I heard Marcus and I shook myself up and, you know, I leaned over and, you know, I shook, uh, I shook Sarah and I told her, Hey, you know, and I, I didn't want to say, did you hear, you know, you know, this woman crying? I said, Hey, did you hear one of the girls crying? Cause she gets scared easy. Right. You know, so I just, Hey, did you hear, I just wanted to hear if she heard crying. And she said, no, I didn't hear anything. And I was like, okay. So I just, I laid down for a second and I, I was, I was up for a while, you know, kind of sitting there. And I still I slowly started dozing off again, and then right right there again that sleep paralysis feeling, and I heard it again. Except I heard it right by my head, and right by my head is the window, and it was wide open, and I can hear it again crying, Mark. And finally, when it said Marcus, I kind of like shook off like shook off that you know my sleep, and I sat there for a second. I was wide awake, and it didn't stop. I could still hear it. While you were awake. No. 
that scared the hell out of me. Like, I right away I shook her and I said, hey, get up. You know, I woke her up. I was like, no, you're not sleeping, man. You're waking up. You're going to stay awake with me. I feel better. Inside. I was like, no. I was like, I was like, you can't hear that crying. And she said, she, she got up and right when she sat up and she looked at me, it stopped. And she said, no, I don't hear anybody crying, you know. And right, I was just like creeped. Out, what, what if Sarah's just like a secretive like ventriloquist? <laughs> the whole time she was like throwing her voice out the window, <laughs> freaking you out. <laughs> like yeah, like what if what oh if God, what if it old, what if that uh, that like, skill like, doesn't like, come uh, out unless she's sleeping? Like plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist! But no, um, right when that happened, <laughs> It'd be disgusting. I, um, right after that happened, you know, she rolled right back over and went to sleep, and me, I was wide awake after that, and just thoughts were flying through my mind. <laughs> And it brought back a memory of a story my dad told me. He was 19 at the time, and my mom was 18, and they they uh they were uh, staying with um, his parents. You know, and there was this one room um, down on the side of the house, and they heard knocking on the window. And he said that there was a knock at the window, and he heard Champ. And he you know kind of looked over, and he thought it was his sister, and. It knocked again and said, Champ, open the door. And he, he walked upstairs and he unlocked the door and he came back downstairs. And he said it knocked again and said, Champ, open the door. And he said, it's it's unlocked. Uh, he said, it's it's open, go upstairs. And and then he said it started to sound like it was crying. And my mom was sitting right there. And, you know, once it started crying, you know, automatic, she's like, who the hell is that? You know? <laughs> right? <laughs> Some other woman up there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what she said. She's like, that was like right there. I was like, who the hell is that? You know, and he said, I, I don't know that voice. You know, I, I, I swear to God, I don't know who the hell that is. And But she didn't believe him, did she? <laughs> yeah. So he, he was like, no, he's like, he ran upstairs. What a good cover. <laughs> he went upstairs. It's La Llorona. And he, um. I did not think that would come off loudly. <laughs> right. My phone's on silent, too. He went upstairs. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it works. doesn't matter if you have an alarm on. That's stupid. That's why I said set it to vibrate. <laughs> I'll pause it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he um, he said he went up upstairs and he, he walked outside. Mm. And he went around the side of the house and looked. And he said there was nobody standing there. And he walked back inside. He said there's nobody there. There was knocking going on, wasn't there? And he, no, he said it stopped when he looked outside. Hmm. He went back downstairs and he said it started knocking again, crying champ. And he he went back upstairs and went outside again and he said, you know, there's not there's nobody there. And finally um he said, you know, tell me when you hear that knock again and he'll peek around that corner. And my grandma came out and asked, you know, what's going on? And he told her and you know, she just, you know, kind of watching him. And he went around that corner right when you can hear the knocking. And he was staring at this window. And there was nobody standing there. And my mom was standing inside the room and she said it, it was still knocking on the window crying. Oh, weird. Oh. And he went back inside. And um, my grandpa came out of his room. And he, he basically got mad at him. Told him, you know, champ, don't go outside. I said, don't don't up. answer it. Yeah, don't go outside. You stay inside. And my dad, you know, trying to be tough. Like right when he heard it again, my mom said, you know, it's it's knocking again. He ran around the house. He ran all the way around the house, and he said there was nobody out there. 
And my grandpa got mad at him. And then my grandpa told him a story about um, one of my dad's uncles who actually lived outside of Grable, uh, Wyoming. Yeah. And he, uh, he said he heard the same thing. Some woman knocking on his window and crying, you know, crying his name. And when he went outside, you know, he was asking, you know, hello, is anybody there? He heard the crying coming from the tree line. So he started walking toward the tree line and he disappeared for over a week. Oh, yeah. And that's why my dad got or my grandpa got mad at him. He said he disappeared for over a week. Right. Nobody knew where he was. Everybody was looking for him. And um, <clears throat> they even put out a missing you know, report on him. And a week and a half later, I think it was, <clears throat> they found some people found him in the middle of a field. And he was walking, and they said he was disoriented. He didn't know where he was. He didn't know, you know, he was just, like, completely out of it. And he had nothing on. He had no shoes on, no clothes on, no nothing. Dude, it sounds like he got roofied. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the crying and, woman. And, yeah, and he said that, um, he literally said, you know, they'd ask, where, you know, where, where were you? And, and like, they're asking, like, you know, where, where have you been? And all of that. And he said, I don't know. He said, the last thing I remember is walking outside of his house, hearing that woman crying. And he literally lost a week and a half, and he cannot remember one detail of it. That's so weird. Yeah. Like, you'd think you'd, like, die of, like, dehydration yeah, or something. something weird. They just, like, yeah, they, they just found it one morning walking. Was he, like, healthy? He was just disoriented? I don't know. They just said that he was, like, literally out of it. Wow. That's crazy. And um, there was this, uh, another story um, I heard this um this girl she was walking you know in a small town in mexico and she uh she used to cut across the woods you know like her family kind of lived across the woods and uh she was walking she was taking something to her grandma and in the middle of uh, the woods she came across a woman crying and she said she was wearing like a veil and she kind of looked at her and kept walking by and she said right when she heard her start to cry it was like she was paralyzed she couldn't move a bone in her body. Once she heard the when she heard the cry, and then she said the um, the crying started coming closer and closer to her. And then she said she blinked, and it was right in front of her. She saw it. Yeah, she said the face was just like it had no face, and it screamed at her. Right when it was face to face with her, it she said it let out like a demonic screech. And she fainted. And her family went looking for her and they found her in the middle of those woods. And they said her eyes were open and she was just like literally um, frozen stiff. Like petrified. Petrified. Did she like come out of it though when they messed with her? Three days later. Three days. Jeez. She was sitting in her bed for three days. She didn't eat. She didn't drink. She didn't talk. She stayed awake the whole time, just staring like she was just traumatized. Wow. And finally, when she could, she spoke on the third day and she told them what happened. You know, but that was the only time she ever told anyone. And they took her to the hospital and she wouldn't even tell the doctors anything. She just said she doesn't remember. Well, and, you know, because they were afraid, you know, she was like raped or something and just traumatized right. until she told them what happened. And, uh, yeah, they said that, uh, she was just like, just in a, like a catatonic state for like three days, just traumatized. 
And that was the only time she ever told that story is when she finally snapped out of it. That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder if she did like lose memory of it. I don't know. I think that you can get that traumatized where you just lose it. Like you know what I mean? You You're you block s- it out. Scared. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, when I heard that story, like people like different people telling the story, like when you hear her crying, it traumatizes or it, it paralyzes you. That's immediately what I thought about when I heard it because I was like in a state of sleep paralysis. Like you I were paralyzed. Move. I was paralyzed. I couldn't move my body. So I was like, that was something that kind of a similar thing right. between those two. They could have took you out that window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that just creeped me the hell out. You know, it's like reading, I was like, man, like now I know that how that feels, you know, like hearing that crying, like really close to you and you can't move. I don't know how it'd be if like I saw you like in that state. I'd probably think you're messing with me the whole time. That was ugly. I'm not, I'm not lying. That was <laughs> ugly. Like usually I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say anything, but that was like the creepiest thing I've ever had to deal with that was just ugly but like a part of me was like no you know I was, I was half asleep I was probably dreaming you know but when I was sitting there actually sitting there wide awake and I heard it I was like okay there's, there's something out there and that's when I shook Sarah and told her you know you need to get up and you didn't go out there to see hell no <laughs> <laughs> what if How someone was you? out there trying to get no, your attention like, yeah like right away like when I sat up and I you know I woke her up I immediately remembered what dad said you know never go outside yeah you know when, when grandpa told him never go outside when you hear that so I was like yeah I'm, I'm not going out there I was like there's nobody knows where I live I was like this is not anybody that I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in that case, she's not just taking kids; she's taking anybody. Yeah, I, that's that's what I mean. Like, it might not be the same thing. This could be something entirely different. So, do you think that there's a difference between the crying woman and the La Llorona? Yeah, I think there is. Like the in Native American lore, there's you were mentioning on I saw one of your posts saying uh, the crying woman. Yeah, and then now we have this La Llorona figure who preys on children yeah because this the crying woman they say um you know some people told me that if you hear that it brings bad you know just bad. juju yeah basically <clears throat> bad something bad it, it like um they say it'll bring like you know it's just a sign of death or kind of like curses or yeah, yeah like kind of like an owl in like native american culture it's just a sign of death or something you know like somebody yeah. in your family is gonna die or something like that See, I never heard the version where she preys on children. She just preys on anybody. But there is a version of uh, kind of like La Rona we touched on when we did, uh, what was it, Water Spirits? I think it stopped. No, is it going? No, it's gone. I'm sorry, I'm just blind. <laughs> when we did Water Spirits, there was yeah. uh, the Swamp Woman or whatever in Canada Yeah, yeah I remember for those tribes, that. and she preyed on children. And that's kind of like a close La Rona story, too. Mm-hmm that people hear her crying or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to get children that she never had or something. Yeah. yeah. And there was even another woman who, uh, she said that she had a dream of her. And in this dream, it was like she heard rain. And the closer the crying got, the closer the rain got. And when she was standing right in front of her, it was raining. We should have turned that, you guys should have turned that, um, that dude crying on the audio into a woman. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the guy sounds more ominous. But uh, she said, like, they said, like, if she lifts her veil at you, that basically means you're hers. Oh, and, and you're going to help her, um, you know, basically take these kids, you know, once you die. Oh, wait a second. Is it so? Okay, once you die, 
Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought you meant like when you're like living. Like, what if that's <laughs> no. kidnappers? <laughs> no, no, it's once you die, it's like you're hers. Interesting. Yeah, that's one other version I heard of it. I'm trying so, to. But that was the only other version. I, that's only the only version I heard when it was uh, actually targeting adults. Interesting. It's, yeah, it's weird. It's pretty yeah. strange. That is crazy. We went to 27 minutes, 59 seconds. What do you think? I think that's all I got for La Llorona. That's pretty much all I got for La Llorona. <laughs> do you have any more, Marcus? Huh? A little bit, but yeah, it's kind of staggering through it there. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just creepy. Like, do you want to jump on into uh, Shadow People? Yeah, we can jump into that, I guess. Pause. Okay, do it. Do the, do the thing. I'm not doing <laughs> do, the reintro. Do the, do the we, we've already thing. done the, the podcast. <laughs> this is going to be entered into the podcast <laughs> anyway, so... Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Just kidding. We are now transitioning into our second segment of our Urban Legends uh, episode. We are entering into Shadow People. And this one seems to be something that's a little more vague on, like, uh, like what exactly are they? I mean, me and Marcus did a podcast uh, a few weeks back. And we were trying to basically figure out what the hell these things were. Like a small series of podcasts. Yeah. I just don't want to go to this podcast and regurgitate what we've already put That's out there. That's kind of what's going to happen, but... Re a refresher. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it Okay, a so my, my thing was, is if they're... Some people look at them as a good thing, but a lot of people look at them as something extremely bad, especially like uh, uh, mediums and psychics. Yeah, they're afraid of them. They're afraid of them. Like every psychic you see on TV, every medium that you see on TV, every time they enter into a home and they see a shadow person, they're like terrified to be in that I think, home. I think why is because they see manifestation, actual manifestation, yeah. an actual like figure of this spirit is what they're seeing. I think that's why they're afraid of them. Like if you can see it, it's that much more real. Yeah. Like, and the thing I think that's what it is. The thing about them too is they always move quickly. Yeah. Like like you'll see them like there's videos on YouTube you can watch and people recording these things and they move quick. They're like Shoo. they're like just like a glimpse and like they look like freaking shadow just I don't know though. There you go. I've seen some videos or whatever where it's like a head peeking around a corner. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. And that's fucking creepy as fuck. Yeah. Like I think um Basically, what it is is just what you're seeing, um, like um, ghosts, spirits, uh, shadows. It's just a new name for them. Yeah. That's what I think it is. They just kind of like basically group them all up into one, um, basically one group. Like I hear people saying that you know it's what they see in the corner of their eye. Like you'd be watching TV or something, and then you see something moving in the corner of your eye, and that's what they call it. It's a shadow person because it looks like a shadow. What hap happens a lot. I mean, yeah. I mean, one of these nights. Oh my god, I don't <laughs> I just remember this. It was one of the nights I think we were doing the This Man Conspiracy, and I told you about that thing happening at the door. Yeah. I'll tell that story really quick. So Marcus leaves, I'm breaking down the stuff, and um, that windows, the before I covered it, <laughs> this is the reason I covered it. Because at our door we have this like a window up top where you can just look out. It's like a half moon looking window. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Marcus leaves, and I'm breaking down in here, and I never get creeped out. 
and for some reason I felt like somebody was watching me like I could feel like the hairs on the back of my neck stand up and I was facing uh, this way and I was breaking stuff down taking my lights down and I felt that feeling I was like what the hell and I knew that window was just there's no covering on it and that was the first thing I looked looked to. <laughs> Is that why the paper towels are? Yeah, the <laughs> that's that's his uh, his curtains. And the his, thing, uh, three paper towels <laughs> taped to his door. It looked a lot worse before, but, but, but when that happened, I looked back, and there you can see the brick on the wall, right there. And I thought it was Marcus, but I felt this creepy feeling. I looked back, and I'm like, all right. So I look at that window just to check if anyone's looking at me, and the motion sensor turns on. As soon as I felt that feeling turn around, that thing turns on. So I was like, alright, I'm covering this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with it now. But the same the same night, I was... Oh, I'd, at, I'd do it too. I'd, just something really quick, I'm just slapping it But the same night, I would be taking, taking this stuff down. We're talking about this man conspiracy. And what I believe was maybe like almost like a manifestation of him is in that corner. And, and you, there's where we're sitting, we can see into our living room. And I could see like a figure standing there, but it's out there towards the window. Yeah. And every time I would look at it, it would be gone. But it seemed like a narrow, just like a narrow figure standing there. <laughs> What's funny is uh, this song was is the this, original. This, this man, man conspiracy. <laughs> this man a soundtrack. And oh, I was telling, shit. I was telling you guys, I was like, I, I don't get creeped out. But I was driving the car today, and this thing turns on this this uh, soundtrack. And I just get this feeling like someone's in my back seat. <laughs> I turned it off. It just brings up that old feeling. Yeah. yeah. You know when uh, we went on our ghost hunt with uh, Wayward Souls Paranormal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking uh, after that, dude, I felt like there was something in my back seat like, Driving for like a you? month. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's weird. It was... Yeah, I keep looking back there. It's like a car seat, you know? But... <laughs> no, like right away, like when we, we left and I dropped you guys off. I was like, I'm not even lying, man. When I was driving home. I was like, I started praying. Okay, so I, I like, had nope, a, nothing's I had, following me home. I've man. had a weird dream that I haven't even told anybody that night. Yeah. So this is this is bizarre. So it's gonna it's gonna be like be like why? Um, I go to sleep. I wake up and Alethea's um, uh, patting my my feet, trying to wake me up. But for some reason, I was I could see. I uh, remember Danny's recorder. Yeah, remember those those speakers that come out like this? Right. For some reason, when I would open my eyes, I would see those at the bottom of my feet. And when she would tap on my my legs, I would feel vibrations in those mics. That's weird. Like I was like I was like I was like for some reason like you were the microphone, but I wasn't. Yeah, but I never had a dream like this before. Like I wasn't I wasn't totally present. You like, know what I mean? Were you staring at yourself from like a bug yeah, or something? Yeah, right. but it was like I was stuck inside oh, of her recorder. Okay, that's that is strange. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like an outer body experience. Yeah, but for dream. some reason I was trapped in her recorder. Wow, that's weird. <clears throat> it was almost like you were into the further, or like yeah. that's what they called it on um, Insidious. And like and when, when you like out of out of body experience, so like you kind of like go out of your body. And for it's paranormal like, investigators, oh, this weird, is a man. this is that's a weird. means to connect with spirits. Yep. So a lot of times, like, what if that's what they're experiencing? 
like you're trapping them inside of that. Oh, okay. So kind of like you could uh, take a soul with a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what you're saying is what you what you dreamt was probably how they feel. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's <laughs> like I told that's, you it's gonna be out there. That's creepy to think about. Now <clears throat> that you explain it, super I'm weird. like, dude, that is weird. And I couldn't get and out of it. That is slightly creepy. And she was getting like trapped. Alethi was getting pissed off that I wasn't waking up, and she was nudging my feet, and I wouldn't. It would, all I would feel was that vibration, and I can just hear her, but she was like further away, like I can barely hear her. That is bizarre. Should have told her to speak into the foot. <laughs> <laughs> speak directly into the mic, please. <laughs> like I know that has nothing to do with the are so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I've been dumb. She's pissed off at me. Speak into my foot, please. I can't hear you. Speak into my foot. <laughs> but the thing was, is I had her recorder that day. Yeah, you had it for a few days, didn't you? Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And the night before uh, that. That was when I heard that that weird audio. Oh man! Yeah. And it's it sounded like a woman singing or weeping. Oh. So yeah, there's my weird dream. <laughs> that is strange, man. That is weird. Yeah. It had nothing to do with this, but that was weird. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with it, but it almost it's it's like it's like a sort of like a Ouija board to connect these these things. So okay. it's like like still in a way like what um, some people believe um, shadow people are to what that is like ghost spirit type yeah yeah okay I get you so I don't know how we're gonna tie that in with the podcast but let's try it (laughs) that was that was that was weird man that was that was that was a crazy night that was way crazy (laughs) yeah that was (laughs) and uh Wheezy was telling me a couple stories about your workplace now Oh man! Now I can where finally. I'm working now, like, the, the the cool thing about this is I can finally do this to you because you do this to me. You're like you live in that house now. All right, you work <laughs> up there now. No, you work up there now. But you had a story. But yeah, I used to. I used to work alone on Saturdays a lot because mm-hmm. we were understaffed and stuff. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times I'd be like playing on my phone in the office or you know cleaning or whatever. Yeah. And uh, we have a cattle guard to come into the landfill where I worked. And uh, you always heard a car drive past that if somebody was coming. Well, a lot of times I wouldn't hear anything. Like, sometimes even if there was a person on the scaler or whatever, I didn't hear the cattle guard. Yeah. So, like, uh, I was sitting there uh, reading something on my phone, and I seen a shadow walk past the window. And I didn't think anything of it. You know, I thought, oh, I probably just uh, didn't hear that car pull up. And, yeah. uh I turned in my seat and swiveled to look at the door waiting for them to come in while well, nobody came in. So I went out there and there's nobody out there. <clears throat> and this isn't the first time it happens a bunch. Yeah. Like, especially when you're up there alone. But as I've also seen stuff while I was in the equipment, like out of the corner of your eye, like you're talking about, but like in the trash or freaking like on a dirt pile or something. And I'll look and I have to double take to make sure like nobody's down there. Right. Because I'm running heavy machinery. You know, I don't want to run somebody over, but just weird stuff like that. And I even had like, uh, the doors to the shop open up by themselves and close by themselves. Like you can hear and see sometimes the latch turning or the doorknob. It has one of them straight flat ones, you know, 
Marcus now works Creepy. there. <laughs> and now I'm going to be like thinking about that. And you're up there. And just the other night, I was up there and it was dark. And man. you're up there alone, right? Yeah. I was up there and it was, it was dark and it was, yeah, it was creepy. And this is a couple of miles out of Hardin. Trying <laughs> 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 to rub it in. But no, like, uh, yeah, the there dark. was times um, where I was actually up there working um, Saturdays after you left there and I went to help out. And yeah, I'd be up there by myself all day. And uh, I think there was only like once or twice where I thought I saw somebody walk by the window and I'd go outside and there was nobody there. But I'd try not to think about it. And like, you know, I mean, I'm just seeing things, you know, but then like thinking about it now, like, yeah, I was probably seeing something. Right. So the the thing about shadow people is, is why are these mediums going into these places and they're communicating with all these other spirits. But when it comes to shadow people, they don't want to communicate with them. Yeah. Maybe it's something like they don't want to say. Maybe something they don't want to. Um, and a lot talk of times they grew up with they them. They don't want to talk about. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Like you know, thinking of they've seen it all their life. Something that probably bothered them their whole life, and they don't want to deal with it. Right. right. Kind of like the sixth sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids yeah. sees dead people all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, the mediums grow up seeing shadows all the time and not knowing how to really deal with it till later. Yeah. And it just brings back traumatic experiences. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah, like, I mean, I know this happens to, like, pretty much everybody is you think you see something in the corner of your eye and you go to look and there's nothing there. That is what this is supposed to be, like, that type of thing. Or even seeing people walk by, they even say there's, they'd see a silhouette of a man and he's wearing a hat. Yeah. And a lot of people started saying that they think that was, he was, like, kind of their... Like kind of like almost like the main one they see, like the father of the whole thing. Kind of like yeah, and some people would even say that when they look directly at him, um, a lot of times he was the only one you could look directly at. That's strange. And they said like you can almost see like eyes, but they'd have like a red. Is that like almost like tint? Is that like something like almost like the Babadook? Yeah, movie in a way. Like some people, but yeah. So if you look it up, like if you look up shadow people, that, a lot of times uh, that thing, <laughs> idiot. Uh, a lot of the times you're gonna find you're gonna you're literally gonna come across the Hat Man. Yeah. Look up shadow people. You'll come across the Hat Man. It's funny. I like never really had heard about like the Hat Man as like a a thing that everybody sees. Mm-hmm. But Aaron, when we uh, do our podcast with ghost stories or something, yeah, I have to have him tell you. He used to see a shadow person in a cowboy hat at uh, oh, the wow. Stockman Bar when he lived there. Oh, Interesting. Wow. Okay, yeah, I gotta hear that story. And it's creepy as fuck. So, yeah, like I've seen, I even seen. Um, I mean, I I like watching those like paranormal, um, ghost videos, ghost hunters, and stuff like that. Right. And I remember them actually going in the basement of a bar, and they saw a guy, and it looks like he was wearing a cowboy hat. And they said it was like probably the only full apparition they've ever caught. And you could just see him, man. It looks like he's you can, wearing a cowboy hat. He walks out, and then he steps back in. So it could be like he's the only one who's able to show himself at will. Like fully manifest? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's the father of all these other shadow people. Yeah. Like because the most powerful one. I told him a story. And um, actually, it was I think it was on the last one we did. But I'll, I'll tell you again. Um, it was when I was living here. And the way he's his, trying to rub it back into my face his, again. Um, bedroom setup is the, the exact way I had mine set up. You know, I had the um, the bed, you know, up against the two windows. I think about the story. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and okay, so like right in front of me, you know, the foot of the bed, the um, the doors at the left side. Right in front. Yeah, right there. And um, 
you know, I remember opening my eyes and I was laying like laying on my back. I opened my eyes and I looked down and I saw somebody standing in the doorway. But I couldn't see details really, barely any details. I could see like kinda of almost like the, the you know, collar of the shirt, you know, stuff like that, edge of the the sleeves. And it was just a shadow. And it was wearing a hat. But it wasn't that type of hat. It wasn't like a cowboy hat or like a fedora type hat. It looked like the kind of hat you're wearing. Like a baseball mm-hmm. hat. Mm-hmm. It looked like that. And it was really tall. And I remember um, staring at it for like 15 seconds straight, not moving. And then I kind of blinked for like two seconds. I was like, okay, you know, am I sleeping? And I, I opened my eyes again. And I was still laying in that same position looking at the door. And there was nothing there. So, like, right away, you know, I'm thinking, okay, if there's someone in my house, I got to make sure. So, I pull out my pistol and I start <laughs> walking through the house. I was like, all right, I'm going to go through the house, you know, and and kind of walk through, checked all the rooms, checked everything, man. I checked under the beds. I checked, you know, like, ripped open the shower curtain. I opened the front door. I checked everything, and there was nobody in the house. Oh, that's creepy. I didn't hear the door shut. I didn't hear any doors shut. And it was just, yeah, that when I when I saw that, that just, man, that creeped me out. I didn't even tell Sarah for, I don't know how long. I didn't say anything because she gets scared so easy. And I was always like, all right, I'm going to keep this to myself for a while. <laughs> Remember that house we all used to live in? Yeah. Freaking, uh. That's funny that you could say that. <laughs> right. We didn't live there at the same time. <laughs> um, my room was the one at the end of the kitchen. And it had a uh, addition onto the house. But they didn't take the window out, you know? Yeah, yeah. That was my and, room, too. Right. Mm-hmm. And I used to see, like, a silhouette of somebody in there all the time. In that window? It was, yeah, in that window. And it was bad enough to where I hung an American flag over the window because it was the only thing big enough to cover the whole thing. So you can't laugh at my uh, shade up there covering my window. It was an American flag. <laughs> it was Not real. a paper towel. Yeah, it was, it was real patriotic. Right. You can't make fun of him. <laughs> He's an American. <laughs> right. From America. Yeah, did you guys have any experiences with that window? It was kind of creepy. We had experiences in that house. Not the window, but the house itself? Yeah. I had loads of experience in that house. God, I'll save creepy. that for a different time. My, you know what? You know what? Well, I'll tell you something really funny. I remember coming home, like, you know, every now and then, and I'd walk. I, I started staying downstairs. You know, you've been downstairs. It's like just a big wild. Was it dad's overalls? <laughs> yeah. Like I remember walking in and, you know, the stairs going down. They kind of go down a few steps and they turn. Come and they down. come down. And mm-hmm. up above those first flight of stairs is the um, the attic. Which is the grossest spot for an attic. Yeah. Right, dude. Right on the steps. <laughs> yeah. And it's always it's cracked stupid. open this much. Yeah. Oh, Every it time. wasn't like that. It was always there. open like this. Like you walk <laughs> it in and look shut. up. It was always open just, just enough. Oh, creepy. And uh, I remember I'd always look up and I'd, I'd shut it, man. It's like I'd always jump That's up where I got that it. painting right there. Yeah, that was actually in that attic. attic. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And he brings it here. So. <laughs> but funny. anyway, um, I walk in and I look up and I just saw full figure, legs, arms, and it was up off the ground, up in the air like this, Hanging. right in front of me. <laughs> and I almost shit myself. <laughs> you know, I fall back. And it was my dad's overalls. <laughs> he hung them there to dry. Oh, jeez. Didn't our sister see... He hung them there almost every night. It scared the hell out of me. God, right in the corner. Yeah. Didn't, oh, she, didn't she see you walking up the stairs? Who? Dolores. Oh, yeah. Um, Dolores, our sister, saw me walking up the stairs. 
And she said that I stopped. She said she, she was creeped out by you, though. Yeah, she said I just I had a just a different look in my eye. She said I just looked like way different. She said it, it was me, you know, looked like me, but my eyes. She said I looked just almost evil looking, like mean. It, and it was you. Do you remember? No. And she said that um, she tried to say something to me, and she said I stopped. And I was just standing there and in those stairs, and it's always dark. You were, in the, you were yeah, in the basement. Yeah, it's the darkest dark. part of the yeah, house. Yeah, it's the yeah. darkest part of the house. And she said, I stood there, and I just turned around, and I walked back downstairs. And she was kind of like, you know, what the hell was that? I think Gloria. And that's when you were staying downstairs? Yeah, that's when I was staying downstairs. But after she said I walked downstairs, the front door opened, and I walked in. Oh, that's disgusting. Me. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> Nasty. That's gross, yeah. So, like... Yeah, that house was <coughs> weird. Yeah. That house was, uh, it was fucked up to say the least. And that's, I'm going to say that. That it story was, about, really you told bad. in the last podcast about that whistling happened. That was the same house outside. Yeah, that same house. Right. And that, that, that was actually a, a shadow person story. Because yeah. That was the only, like one of the only times that you actually saw a full, like full body, I'd say apparition because, um. You know, the way you described it, peeking around corners, right. that's exactly what it was doing. It was like it was, like it was playing with us. Yeah. And it was after my brother whistled. I don't whistle at night. Yeah, that's like do that. Aaron's rule number one. Yeah. <laughs> but like uh, another experience I had, which it was me and my roommate both seen it. Uh, the way my house was set up was like a living room. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was like an arched doorway. And then there was a bathroom straight ahead and then a bedroom on either side. Yeah. And I had this L couch that sat like this. So uh, me and him were sitting on here. Was this the same house? No, this is uh, the house on Center Street by the liquor store. And me and him are sitting on that couch, like watching a movie, smoking cigarettes or something. And I see something walk from my room to his room. And so I'm like, man, what the heck? And I turned and looked. On the side of you? On the side of me. Yeah. And then he was turning and looking too. And I looked at him. He's like, you saw that too, right? And I was like, yeah. So we got up and both our bedroom doors were shut. Oh, um, weird. And it walked <laughs> through our doors. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's creepy. And yeah, it was freaking weird as hell. I'll tell you. I'll tell you another one. Like I've told this one before, but I'll tell you like since we're talking about this again. Um, this is when I, I used to live upstairs. You know, it's totally different apartment and the one that my older brother is living in now but uh i was sitting there you know i I had the chairs set up you know facing the tv and you know the walkway that you come in it was to the left of me you know it's that big old doorway you've been up there haven't you yep yeah and okay there's so there's the the master bedroom over here and then you'd walk down that little hallway there's the bathroom and then the other bedroom and i was sitting there and i had my door open so you know the window was open so there was kind of some light beaming through and I was watching TV and my girl was playing on the ground you know she was playing you know with some toys and I just saw somebody walk by and this wasn't quick this was slow I could see like steps going right by me and it went to the toward the bathroom and I just immediately like kind of got that scared stiff feeling where I just brought Oh my god, you know, I didn't want to so move. So scared you can't do nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't want to move. Can't even think. I kind of stopped, you know, I was thinking, you know, holy shit, did I just see that? And I glance over and I didn't see anything and I look down and my my daughter is peeking around the corner like she just saw something walk by. 
Oh. And then she looks at me and she looks scared. And she comes running to me and I pick her up. I'm like, you know, it's, it's okay, you know. And I set her down on the seat I was sitting on. And I walk toward that hallway. And her room, you know, was closed. And the bathroom door was closed. So I opened up the girl's room. And there was nothing in there. Now, this is the part that really freaked me <clears> out. <throat> was because uh, the bathroom door was closed. And we were lived on, you know, second story. So like, nobody could come in the windows or anything like that. Right. There was one doorway in, one doorway out. And uh, the doorknob started jiggling and shaking by itself. It started shaking. And I remember standing there staring at it, thinking, you know, what the hell is going on? Right. And I finally gathered the courage and I grabbed the doorknob and I threw it open and I hit the light on. And I already had the um, the bathroom curtain. It was already open. There right. was nothing in there. I never have my bathroom curtain shut. Me neither. <laughs> no, it's always open. Like when I go, when Gino freaking takes a shower, take a shower, when I go in the bathroom, I open that thing. And then I pee. <laughs> <laughs> Lived in too many haunted houses. Yeah, but no, like that's like kind of one of the things why is like, you know, we'd always scare each other. You know, like everybody, like my brothers, my cousins, we'd always like scare the hell out of each other. So I'd like every now and then I'd always open it. It's just habit. You know, I'd always open it. And so it was already wide open and I opened it and it's just standing there like, what the hell was that? You know? And I just automatically, I just called my dad, you know, we only had one car at the time and, uh, my, uh, Sarah was uh, at work. We were dating at the, you know, we we're kind of, um, just moved in our first apartment. And, and so she had the car, she was at work. And so I just called my dad. I was like, Hey, come pick me up. You know, I'm not staying here right now. And he came right over, picked me up and, you know, took me home. But yeah, that was that was creepy as hell. I had a story about staying in that house too, and that one we were talking about, the one we all lived in. Yeah. I was staying in that room across in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was my little brother's room. Yeah. Was that closet there where it still opened up like that? Yeah. Yep. And okay, so I had my bed right next to it, and stuff would always happen in that room. Like me and Merle would be hanging out in there, and stuff would start moving around in that room. And we messed around with it one time and asked the questions, and it moved to walkie-talkie. We're asking, we're asking it like Merville hit something in the room, I think, and um, he asked it um, if you know where it is, point to it, and that walkie-talkie spins around, points at it. It was around. You guys the, just like make your own Ouija board. Yeah, it was around the same time. Out of a walkie-talkie. So <laughs> I watched the movie Devil. Have you guys watched that? Yeah. It's where they're trapped in an elevator. Oh yeah, and it's a way to eat everybody or something. <laughs> and um, I had I watched that movie. This is the last time I watched it. First and last time. I go to sleep that night, and immediately I was in this dark room. But there was a figure standing or sitting across me. I was, on, I was crouched on the floor, and this thing looked like an alien, but it was whispering and it was talking like in. Uh, remember that video we watched of that. Um, that demon messing with that camera. Oh, and he's like, it's like speaking like old an old dead language. Yeah, but he was talking to me, and he was really close to me. And all I can see in my dream was my my eyes opening and shutting. And every time I opened and shut, he would get closer and he would keep talking to me. And he was really tall, lanky, really skinny, and didn't have no human features at all. Just the humanoid figure. This is the first time I've ever heard this story. I've never told it. <laughs> and it is disgusting. And he's talking to me, but for some reason I can conversate with him. I was speaking in the same language, but I had no idea what the hell I was saying. 
and and when we get to the end of our, our conversation he puts his hand up like this and his hands are disgusting I mean they're like really lanky and like there's no bones or nothing in them and he reaches out to touch me and when he touches me I start gasping in that dream I wake up I'm sit I'm standing in that closet Ugh. and I'm gasping for breath what the hell that's funny that you like uh kind of slept walking into that closet yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because uh my little brother used to stay in that room don't and, say it <laughs> and i told you guys this story before i don't know if i told it on the podcast no. but he used to sleepwalk down to the basement and be playing and yeah he, oh that's right that. and it was super creepy basement all pull string lights all the way down and he'd be like where our tv was was at the very front of the basement and uh he was down there asleep in the dark pitch black playing with somebody and when we asked him God. he would always say oh I'm just playing with grandma oh that's gross you know and the funny thing is he would say that and you would smell like old lady perfume wow and it was weird wow but he would do this every once in a while I don't think it happened a whole lot but like yeah. it happened more than once and it was just Creepy. He would sleepwalk down there. Yeah, I'm done with that house. No, <laughs> I, I think like we house. should uh, see who the owners are and uh, go take a peek. <laughs> yeah, that was tell them all the stories and then <laughs> they're gonna they move out. Okay, so if you guys don't know where this is, it's in Hardin, Montana. No, it's gonna... <laughs> yeah. yeah, what is it? Uh, he didn't really give him the address. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I won't do that. Like, it's yeah, like uh, that is, is it. But yeah, I haven't. I have never watched that movie again, just because it was it. I was in that basically like I was in that elevator. Right. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> so that's the like that's the thing that always happens every time we talk about this subject is ghost stories come up. Yeah. Because that's what you familiarize them with is like ghost type beings. Yeah. Yeah. And you were saying something, I know you mentioned this before, is that you believe that they were interdimensional. Like they were almost residual spirits or they were actually in another time loop or something and they were just um, interacting with our realm. No, I said like some people believe that's what they are. You know, that some people believe they're interdimensional, like they might be in a different time or whatever or a different dimension and they're basically living their lives the same place we are we're like inhabiting the same space but they're in a different time oh, or something yeah. like that so that's kind of what they believe but i always like kind of uh believe them to be like what they call familiar spirits yeah and that's basically a spirit that kind of mimics you when you die mm -hmm. so like you know some people um say they're trying to um talk to people that have passed on and um this is almost like another theory of what that is is basically it's a spirit that mimics them and that's kind of what shadow people could be also and that's like a uh, demonic possession i yeah. mean the things i learned about demons is when they attach themselves to you they they are so attached to you that they have your memories they familiarize them they familiarize themselves with you with sense uh they know when you're like vacant like if you're like if you're to go to church and stuff praying and things mm -hmm and they check on you and the thing about them is is they take on your personality totally so that means like your your body as well as they'll mimic your your body your movements your the way you talk and 
No, like the one thing that I was brought up, like every time you talked about that, like even when we're not even doing this, mm-hmm. like you'd always bring that up. It always kind of made me think about when people talk about past lives. Like, yeah. Is it that spirit's memories, not that person's? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I see what a, you're saying. Yeah. Like there was even a story where a little girl said that she died in this house. Did you remember that? Mm-hmm. You read about that? And she even told them where this house was and she told them how she died. And she said she got shot on her side. And uh, I think she had a birthmark there too. And uh, she said she died there. And um, her parents, you know, out of curiosity, looked it up. And they found somebody did die there. And the way that person died, it, he was shot on his down that same side, that same spot that she pointed at on her body. Disgusting. <laughs> right. Yeah. They so, don't have a daughter. So that's what I mean. Like, um, I have they, another story in that same subject, but I'll save it for a different podcast. <laughs> it's a long one. But yeah, like um, that's what I mean. Like if if it is like um, you know, familiar spirits doing these type of things and mimicking people, that they have those memories from way back and they just basically mimic all these different people. That's disgusting. Like getting along the same lines, we're kind of going off topic here for a second. But my only experience with that was with my daughter, and we were driving. We were listening to uh, Ground Zero with uh, Clyde Lewis, mm-hmm. and he was talking about that stuff about so how he was kind of asking for it. Yeah. And he was talking. About, he was talking about how these children are having past lives and they remember things. Yeah. And halfway home, listening to that 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 freaking uh, broadcast, River, she doesn't understand this crap. Yeah. Like she doesn't. She can't re- listen to it and understand that she should make this up. Yeah. She's too young. Halfway home, she starts uh, talking about um, one of Alethea's sisters. And she says, Auntie's crying and she's um, holding her leg. She hurt her leg and she's crying. And uh, Lethe's like, Auntie? And she's like, you haven't seen her in like a few weeks. And so we were listening to that, that broadcast. So Lethe gets the idea to, okay, let's call um, her auntie. She calls her auntie and asks her if everything's okay. And uh, she said, River was crying about you and uh, said you, you hurt your leg. Her sister was speechless. And she says, I just broke my foot last night. Oh, wow. No, that's weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I think that's something else, but we'll save that for later. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got off way topic, but it's, it's you that's just remember that story. Though. Yeah, it is. But it's kind of funny that we <clears> all, lived, <throat> all lived in that same house. We all had experiences, and it was all kind Horrible of... Horrible experiences. It was all sort of connected to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to uh, shadow people, because yeah. you had an experience outside that house. We've you all just had, cut that part into this video where I talk about it because it's, <laughs> it's a story. And we've all had experiences in that house, and it kind of seems like there's the shadow people connected to that that property. Yeah. I don't know. It, I know it's crazy. Yeah. Like, um, I hear people like people tell me their theories all the time, what they believe, what they think. Like, like you know, a lot of people that if they listen to you know what we. Like our past podcasts, they know what I, be- what I believe them to be and what I believe everything, like, yeah. like a lot of things to be. But I always love hearing what other people believe and stuff. Yeah. It's, 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 it is, it's interesting. Like to hear other people's and perspectives we, and stuff like that. We did so. a whole, t- like a series of podcasts of what we believe they are. Yeah. And people can go back in, uh, in our podcast and just check those out. Yeah. Anything to add there, Wheezy? Nope, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you think that doesn't? He's like, I'm done. I'm creeped out enough. <laughs> yeah, I have to drive myself. <laughs> hey, I gotta go out of town. 
in the dark, <laughs> out in the fields. Keep your window shut. I got to go to my Keep bedroom. That, I'm not ever opening that window. Where Marcus <laughs> saw that figure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Heard the figure anyway. Yeah. That was, that was that was so ugly. This has been our fourth episode of the Urban Legends series. Next week, we're jumping into ghost trains, ghost cars, and what was the second one? What ghost ghost trains, ghost cars, um, and I think we're doing a, um, a segment on just nothing but ghost stories, aren't we? Right. This week coming up, we're getting into our Halloween special. You guys will be able to see. We're actually going to um, me and Weezy actually are tomorrow. Actually, going to the Moss Mansion. And that's going to be something cool to could jump into. And we're going to see if we can get you guys to come out uh, next week. And for you guys listening and watching, you guys can see that air on Halloween night. It's going to be a really cool uh, segment. We're going to go to the Moss Mansion, um, talk about what's happening there. Because I guess there's people having experiences even at the Moss Mansion. A lot yeah. of the workers and things that made the paper. Nice. And it's going to be something. That Isn't there something about like a maid? Yeah. Like a, oh. It's gonna be That's something to investigate. Even the, I hear about that. Even That's the guy who creepy. built the place, he had experiences there. Wow. So, so, like, you think it's just the um, the foundation? It could be. And just everything that's happening there. Amityville adds to it. Could be like, yeah. Wow. Good that night. being said, <laughs> you are listening to Fallen Hour Radio. This has been Fallen Hour's Urban Legends. Kiwizy yet again with that finger gun. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta cock it. <laughs> <laughs> Out. Ow.